0: the game is over and you want more when the news breaks and you want more when you wake up and you want more it's highlights it's breakdowns it's analysis it's opinion it's curbside reaction your next day post-game podcast and it starts now
1: pretty cool accomplishment um you know especially it being in toronto um you know my family and, and friends are so excited um and you know, my grandpa grandma are, are super stoked to be there and um, it'll, it will should be a, a cool experience for, for all of us. Obviously you want team success but that's something that's uh, you know a pretty special moment in your career and um, something that uh, I'm pretty excited for. Um, I mean it starts with Benner. He made some huge saves uh, especially in the first there. They took it to us and he kept us in the game and um, I think we, as the game kind of went on we, we did a better job of cutting off their transition. Um, you know, they're a really good rush team. Their D are up there all the time and Uh, I think we did a good job of of trying to eliminate their speed and um, kill the rush game. There's Blues
0: assistant captain and now first-time NHL All-Star Robert Thomas, who had a goal, he had an assist, and the St. Louis Blues pick up their third come-from-behind victory out of their six wins under new head coach Drew Bannister as they skated to a 2-1 victory over the Vancouver Canucks. The Vancouver Canucks came in leading the Pacific Division with 51 points. The Blues went into the game trailing a playoff spot by three points, trying to get closer by two points by getting the victory. And they are now six and three under Drew Bannister. Robert Thomas continues to be on fire. Leads the Blues in goals, assists, and points. And it was announced yesterday that he will be one of the representatives for the St. Louis Blues going to the All-Star Game in February. Congratulations to Robert. It was an exciting game. It was one of those hard-fought close games. It was great goaltending, great scoring chances. Let's get you to the highlights. Over on the far side, throws that one. That's actually Connor Garland, and he'll dump it over to the far side. Comes back wide open, they shoot and score. They left Connor Garland all alone after that pass, top of the slot. He loves playing against the Blues. He rips a one-timer past Bennington. We're a minute 57 into the first period. Canucks lead 1-0. To the far side. Now it's cleared out. Hayes goes back to get it. We go to Joshua. Gets it in over the line. Here's a shot by Garland and a blocker save. Bennington intercepted by Vancouver. They play it out to Miller. skates it into the middle of the ice. Moving it on and a shot. From Suter, denied by Bennington. Patterson to the far side into the circle. Shot on, and Bennington puts a shoulder on it. Perunovic now to the near side. Thomas in the middle to Butchnevich. He dropped it off to Cairo. Back to Thomas to the far way. Perico Score! Colton Perico, 15.38 to go, second period. Tie game. 1-1 here in St. Louis. Up to Cairo now with Thomas. Kyra tries to leave before Butch Navich has to reach back for Hits the defenseman coming on. Perunovic to Thomas. He scores! What a goal by Robert Thomas. Top corner, stick side. 2-1, St. Louis. Their first lead of the game. 11.57 to go. Third period. Up the right side. Joshua goes to swat it in. He's got it top of the circle to the net. Kick save, right leg off of Bennington. He knocked that deflected puck away. Blues hound after it. Canucks behind the Blues net with 29 to go. They get it to Besser. Besser shooting right on. Bennington the save. No rebound. Seven seconds to go. Pedersen over the line. Far wing. Letty breaks it up. Two seconds left. Perico there to put it into the corner. Bring out the Zamboni. The Blues beat the best in the West tonight with a 2-1 win on home ice over the Vancouver Canucks. A come-from-behind win, and they're now 6-3 under new head coach Drew Bannister. Immediately after the game, Steve Ott joined us. We talked about what he liked about in the game and also what he is seeing on the power play.
2: You know what, I liked everybody to be honest with you. It was a heck of a gutsy team win. Uh, you know, those close games uh, are, are fun to play in and it's sometimes a little nerve-wracking, but I really thought the composure of our group from the, the whole 60 minutes was pretty strong and, uh, you know, we are very deserving two points.
3: Steve, you're here in Robert Thomas' rookie season now. Of course, he's going to his first initial All-Star game. What have you seen about his growth over the last five to six seasons
2: here? Well, it's been amazing. I mean, to be honest with you, to work with him uh, for seven straight years now, it's uh, to watch his growth, like you said, and his development um, from all assets of the game, from from his speed to now his improvement of his shot and release, into uh, you know a, a full 200 foot player, so you know what I think there's still a lot of uh, growth left in his game. But he, he, you keep doing that, you're going to turn into a, a heck of a legacy hockey player.
0: Steve, are you seeing some things on the power play that you are liking?
2: Yeah, I've seen a lot of things. Um, it, it's it's you know we're getting great, great A situational play that we got to capitalize on. And and right now you know we're missing the net a few of them on these great A chances and. You start putting those in, uh, the the power play will get go, uh, get rolling. But right now, uh, we're on the wrong side of it a little bit, missing these these great A situations. But the biggest thing is we're getting the great A's now, and and that's something to grow on.
0: Colton Pareko is logging a ton of minutes. He's also playing some stellar hockey. He had power play time in this game with Justin Falk out of the lineup. More about Colton Pareko a little later on in my takeaways. But let's first hear his reaction immediately after last night's win.
1: Yeah, that, uh, that was obviously a great effort by our group. I thought we, we played well and hung in there, obviously, uh, with giving up the first one. And uh, I thought, uh, like I said, keep battling. I think uh, we got a good mindset right now. We, we had two great games, I thought, and uh, came out on the other side uh, last weekend. So, um, with with our uh, effort tonight, uh, we we got rewarded, and uh, I think we we're going to keep building.
3: Uh, Colton, your equalizer, their goal from Robert Thomas in the second period. You, we we saw the replay a couple times. You received that puck. You pick your head up. Walk us through that goal. What did you see when you were looking at Demco And was that the spot you were going for?
1: Yeah, I mean obviously a uh, great pass by Thomas. I mean the whole play um, was a great play. Obviously Bucci to Tyree to, Kyrie to Tomer. Oh, Great sauce by Thomas, but yeah uh, he was coming coming out, and I just that's kind of I try to shoot over that side and uh, end up working out.
0: Colton uh, you know you've got a goaltender that you want a Stanley Cup with in Jordan Bennington they score on that first shot on goal what is it about him that you have seen where he's just able to lock things down and keep your team in it?
1: Yeah, he's a special player, obviously. A special, uh, special teammate too. And we're uh, very fortunate to have a goaltender like Jordan. He keeps us in every game, and um, obviously, like you said, first shot. But uh, he bounced back. He played unbelievable for us. What, what, a, what a goalie! And uh, we're just really fortunate and lucky to have have a guy like him back there for us.
0: One last one. Thanks for your time, Colton. But uh, Robert Thomas being announced to, yeah. to represent the Blues at the All Star Game. What does that mean to you as a
1: teammate? Uh, special, Obviously, he's, he's having a great year and uh, um, uh, just so well-deserved every year. You just watch him grow as a player, a person, and um, he just he just gets better and better. And uh, I mean, he's he's really worked for it, so I'm really proud of him. I know our group's really proud of him, and um, just a great teammate, great uh, great player. So um, we're all just really happy and proud for him.
0: Head coach Drew Bannister likes some of what he's seeing from this team, especially the resiliency they're starting to show. Here's your head coach, Drew Bannister.
4: <laughs> That's a real good hockey team over there. I think they were uh, eight and two going in to tonight's game. And we stuck with it. Like uh, it wasn't a perfect game for us. I didn't I didn't think we had a, a great start. I thought Binner was outstanding for us tonight when we needed him to be. I thought there was times uh in the first and, and in third where we could have did a better job managing the puck. I really liked our second. Like I, I thought, you know, we came we came hard. Uh we got, you know, some good forechecking checking uh, shifts. I thought we controlled the play more in the offensive zone than the other two periods. Uh, we were able to get that one goal. And then, you know, we, we turned the page on the games that we saw over the past weekend where, you know, we might have been the better team against Colorado, but we didn't find a way to win that hockey game. And tonight we found a way to win a hockey game against a really good hockey team and that's moving forward. This is one game. Uh, you know, Saturday's another game. It's going to be another good test against a very good hockey team that's playing very good, and we're going to have to be ready for the challenge. I think the puck management part hurt us at times where they were able to transition quick, but they're, they're a good team. They're going to make plays. I thought we were able to minimize some of the damage after the first mistake um, and then, you know, we had to rely on our goaltending but you know when you're playing teams like this when you're playing teams that are are going to be playoff teams you have to have you know you have to have layers to your game you have to rely on your goalie at times too but I think we held held them to 20 26 shots you know I thought we played a disciplined hockey game and you know when I walk away from it, it it It's a team effort. Like, I think we're we're starting to realize what we have to do as a team here to be successful. Uh, It's not perfect right now, uh, but we're building on some of the foundations that we're trying to put into our players, some of the habits that we're trying to put into our players away from the puck defensively, and we're starting to see rewards with it too first uh, Robert Thomas an all-star Yeah, I mean I think think tonight a real good example of, of why he's an all-star in the league, what he uh, what he can bring to the team offensively and defensively. You know, the matchups that that he saw tonight, whether it was uh, the Pedersen line, Miller line, he did an outstanding job. I mean, it wasn't just him, it was it was the group that was out there and you know certainly you know played played difficult minutes well deserved since I've been here he, he's been an outstanding player for us and has seen some real tough minutes and he seems to be thriving and getting better on it and at every, every game he's, he's continuing to, to push himself and push his teammates excited for him like a good opportunity for him uh, in Toronto have his family there you know I think it's 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 really good, and uh, he deserves it. There's just a lot of maturity. Like I think he's he's becoming a more mature professional hockey player and understanding what he needs to do as a player uh, to give our team an opportunity of success. And it's I think the the offensive side comes very easy to him. Um, Obviously, he has to work at it, but he sees the ice so well. He's shooting the puck a lot more. Like, he's built that into his game. The defensive side for, for, you know... Any skilled hockey player is always, you know, that that seems to be the always the the one thing that kind of lags a little bit, you know, in timing. But I think with with Robbie, like he he, we're starting to see him really mature into, you know, a, a really good two way hockey player here that can be relied on, you know, offensively, defensively, uh, you know, first out the door on the PK. He was outstanding on face offs here tonight, uh, and you know, and he's a real good power play guy. So. You know yeah he, uh, he deserves the minutes he's earned the minutes uh and you know uh, he's going to continue to grow uh, i don't I, I don't think he's reached a ceiling like he's con- you know going to continue to get better this well
0: like we do after each and every game and then we bring it to you here on curbside reaction the post game breakdown with joe vitale and we started off with something very simple You've got to like the way the Blues are playing in these close games, and it feels like it is these types of games that the Blues are going to have to play to be successful and climb back into it.
3: Well, yeah, and it's not going to be perfect. I think they expected a hard push here tonight for Vancouver. They know it's a team that starts well and starts fast, and they did just that. You know, Connor Garland scores on the first shot of the game, and we're up here in the booth curbs, at least I was, thinking, oh, boy, here we go. But it was the response of this Blues team, and it was them refocusing – that attitude to the structure and the identity and the philosophy of what Drew Bannister is trying to get to. This was the same situation the Blues found themselves in earlier in the season, especially in those first 20 games. But when they allowed that first goal, things just unraveled. But now under Drew Bannister, there seems to be a bit more of a calming presence on the bench, even though they're down in the game. There's this, there's, like I said, there's this is refocus to the game. You see them continue to play methodically the style over and over and over. And you're hoping to just uh, play them in a game of chess, like outpatient the other team, if you will. And when you get those opportunities, make sure you make the most of them. And that's what this game looked like. And that's what all the games look like are going to have to look like in January against some very good teams. You are going to have to outpatient your opponent as best as you can, whether you get the first goal or you don't get the first goal. You know, this was a style that made them so successful back in 19 and then into 20 as well, where you play this very tight, stifling defensive hockey, you keep things to the outside, you do your darnest job to shut down the opposing team's top players and top lines like they have done recently, and then when you get your opportunities and the other teams fall behind a little bit or have bad turnovers or lead the other way, you have to take advantage. And to me, they did it to a T here tonight. You got good backstopping by Jordan Bennington after that first one goes in. He doesn't allow another one the rest of the game. And your star players showed up and scored. Robert Thomas, two points, had the primary assist on the Colton Pareko equalizer. And then, of course, in that third period right there, he gets the go-ahead goal that ended up becoming the game winner in tonight's game. So your big players came up in big moments. Your goaltender was a great backstopper. And as a team, I agree with Steve Ott. Everyone was there defensively. It was a very tight one where I think it frustrated all these top goal scorers for the Vancouver Canucks.
0: The record under Drew Bannister is now 6-3. and three. In three of those six wins, you have come from behind. That's a scenario we didn't see happen Until the change, what is the team learning?
3: Well, I think they're learning that when you stick with the right habits of a game, eventually you can build upon doing better things in a game, which ultimately leads to success. We mentioned in the broadcast a simple thing like stopping and starting. Another thing he talks a lot about is game management, spatial awareness. Spatial awareness is where do you have the puck? Are you going to make a play at this right time? Are you going to make a play at the right area or not? You know, is it a simpler play to dump it in? Is it a simple play to, to fight to live another day, right? Attitudes, decisions, and crucial points of the game, habits, fundamentals that just still ring true to the sport of hockey. You can't get away from those fundamentals. I mean, I'm watching a Blues team right now, as we mentioned the stops and starts, as just one example. Defensively, right after that first one goes in, it was all hands on deck defensively. It was stops, it was starts, blocking out, keeping things to the outside, blocking shots, good sticks, great lanes, all the little things that you can never overlook that help you win hockey games. To me, that's been the difference. That's what this Blues team has done under Drew Bannister. And, and it's a shame that 6-3, and three, it probably could be at least 7-2, and two, maybe even 8-1 when you look at yeah. that Colorado and Pittsburgh game. They played that well. They played well enough to win both those games. So the record, don't be deceived. Even though it's a good record, it could be even better if the Blues got a couple better bounces there in the last two games other than the Vancouver one.
0: Support scoring, something we talked about in the pregame show, something that still needs to be found. And there is, despite the positives we're talking about, what should keep you very positive and excited is there's still, frankly, a lot of room for a good number of players to be chipping in offensively and production-wise that we're not seeing at the moment.
3: It's right. It's a catch-22. You know, it's a good thing that your top guys are still going. I mean... I don't know the final minutes here for Robert Thomas. I don't have it in front of me just yet. Yeah, I'll get like the polls up for here. You ask, I'll give it to you. 22 23? 20 minutes and 45 seconds. 20. Right? So yeah. a little bit less than I thought. But, you know, 24 and 24, the two games before that, it felt like they were out there every third shift, at times every other shift. You know, Drew Bannister is, is riding these horses. He really is. I mean, and they're earning it. They're earning every second of the, with Kyru, Buchnevich, and Thomas. They're making things happen every time they're on the ice. They showed up again here tonight, not only playing well, but you're taking advantage, you're finding the offensive numbers, and you're winning this team hockey games, which is a good thing. Now, what's the bad part? The bad part is that eventually they're going to have an off night. Eventually, Robert Thomas is going to go a little bit stale. It's natural. It's it's the progression of hockey season. So when that happens, what else do the Blues have? Right now, they are lacking a lot of depth scoring right now, you know, with Braden Shen in a little bit of a slump. Casper Kapanen scores in the last Pittsburgh game, but it was a boatload of games before he scored before that. Kevin Hayes has been shrieky at times, but he's starting to fall off here a little bit. How do we get him back in front of that and scoring goals again? Jake Neighbors, who was leading the team in goals at parts at the, earlier in the season, has fallen off a little bit. How do we figure out the chemistry to get him a good line mate where we start to see something a little bit more, whether it be a Brandon Sod, maybe you elevate an Oscar Sunquist in certain situations. It, it is the biggest... I think Wart right now for Drew Bannister, even though you win this game, he's always looking, how can we improve? And to me, that's the attitude of a head coach. And I think for him, number one at the top of the list is going to be, how do we rediscover, refine chemistry with the second to the fourth lines? Because when this drying scores, up, or, uh, when the scoring dries up a little bit for this top line, you're going to need to lean on some more depth than the Blues have right now.
0: All right, and lastly, you mentioned him here, but uh, Jake Neighbors, what a game. Eight shots on goal, 11 shots attempted, sixteen forty-one of ice time, two hits, a blocked shot. When you're looking at a young player wanting to find a way to make sure that you're in the lineup every night in the NHL, start looking at this guy.
3: Yeah, well, and you know what he curves? He creates it all through his speed and, quite frankly, just his attitude. I mean, he's such a fun kid. He reminds you so much of a little cowboy out there, the way he's, just, he's having fun playing hockey. You know, Joel Holfer says it the same way, too. I'm out there I'm having fun. That's that's what you need this time of the year, too. As you mentioned, we're approaching the halfway point of the season. You know, these veteran players, they, they lean on these younger guys with lots of just energy and vinegar inside them. And he plays like he loves the sport. You know, he loves getting in there. He loves mucking it up. He has some great transition plays here tonight. Uh, maybe the play of the day for him, even though it doesn't end up in a goal, but one-on-one with Quinn Hughes, a quick little button stutter step. And loses Quinn Hughes almost jams in on the near side post. So, when you see a young player beating players like Quinn Hughes on a one on one, that's a good sign. You know, to me, I think Jake Neighbors is going to have a big game in Carolina. I've seen this enough where a player maybe scoring slows down a little bit, and they have a game like he had. He mentioned that, is it how many shots? Eight, Eight shots, one goal, and 11, eleven attempts total. Eleven attempts total. You don't get rewarded. It's the games. It's like the next game is when you're like, okay, that's when they start to break out. You almost need like a game where you're I think it was Ken Hitchcock that said mm-hmm. you play really well, but you lose. It's that next game you're like, okay, this is where we're going to have that breakthrough. So uh, I'm in in favor of the idea of Jake Neighbors having a big night there in Carolina on Saturday night. So we've got the Bud Light three stars of the game and the Joe Vitale work boots. Colton Pareko, number three, your starter goaltender, uh, goaltender Jordan Binnings, number two. And you're all-star, how about that, Robert Thomas, what a night for him. Found out he was an all-star this morning and, of course, goes out and plays just like an all-star. He earned it. Number one star. I'm going to go with Oscar Sundquist. You know, sometimes there's one play, just one play that earns you my work boots, and it was the back check when it was a Connor Garland and Brock Besser 2-1-1 with about a minute to go in the game on an empty net, and you saw Sundquist just burning back. You know, was it a great game for him? No. Did he have a lot of uh, chances? No. But sometimes that's why you have him out there. You sign under the contract, you bring him in here, and Drew Bannister has used him in late stretches to close out games because of plays right there. A great back check, a hard back check, gets underneath the bro- stick of Brock Besser, prevents even a shot on goal, and ultimately uh, the Blues seal the win here. Thank
0: you, Joe. Let's check in with Tim Woodburn and get his thoughts on the game. Chris, we saw something tonight from the Blues that we have really not seen all year, and that's a third for- period come from behind victory, and that's exactly what happened the first thirty games or so under Craig Baruby and it's not Baruby's fault, but the Blues just were not a come from behind team. They hung their heads. You could see it in their body language. When they got down, they just could not climb back into games and it was game after game after game. They did tonight. You know, Jake Neighbors not on the score sheet, eight shots on net. They're relying on guys like Nick Levy, Scott Perunovich to play 20 minutes a game. They had a great job defensively and A great job by Jordan Bennington to uh, keep the Blues in it at times. I'm just ecstatic to see that uh, they had a, uh, a come-from-behind win for a change and not a come-from-behind curbside reaction. This is Tim Woodburn. Well, that's Tim Woodburn, a veteran hockey broadcaster of 13 years. He's covered major and minor league sports for 30 years and gives us his thoughts after each and every game here on Curbside Reaction. And let's wrap it up with one of my big takeaways of the game. And you know what? One main takeaway for me. Sometimes it's three, sometimes it's two. But I'm going to go with one main takeaway from last night's game. Colton Pareko, who it sometimes seems to have been a lightning rod for fans, deserves just the opposite with what you're seeing from him this season. He's playing like a dominant number one defenseman. Now, look, we can argue back and forth all we want about whether or not and how a number one defenseman in the National Hockey League is being used. Is it a Quinn Hughes where you're getting, you know, or a Kale McCarr where you're getting 40 points in the first half of the season? or can a number one defenseman still be a defenseman that can play shut down hockey against the other team's top players every single night? And you go back and you look at the last few games for the St. Louis Blues, the top players against Vancouver shut down. For the most part, the top players against the Pittsburgh Penguins shut down. The Blues are doing a great job against the other team's top players, and a lot has to do with the play of Colton Pareco and, of course, his defense partner, Nick Letty. But last night, Colton Pareco led the team in ice time at 23 minutes and 21 seconds, had three shots on goal, had a game-tying goal, had six attempts. He had four block shots. He had a hit, and he has been all over the ice. And once again, when you see him skate, it is hard for people to catch him. He broke the puck out of the zone, and it was J.T. Miller that couldn't catch up with him on a breakout last night. Colton Pareko is having a fantastic season. And yes, I don't think you can look at Colton Pareko to bring the kind of offense that you're seeing from Hughes or that you're seeing from McCarr, seeing from those kind of guys. But you can still see number one quality, shut down, capable defense from a guy like Colton Pareko who happens to lead the Blues defenseman in goal scoring, by the way, now with seven. And he has been fantastic. He was Joe Vitale's number three star, as you heard earlier in the podcast. Colt Pareko is playing some fantastic hockey. Moving forward, at least while Justin Falk's out, we'll see if we get a chance to see him maybe let that shot go. The second power play unit didn't have many opportunities in last night's game. But there's my big takeaway from the game, especially relating to the big number 55. So for Blues fans, you can vote for more Blues to make the All-Star Game. Go to stlouisblues.com or find a way on the app as well. And you can send more than just Robert Thomas to the All-Star Game in February. Next up for the Blues, the Carolina Hurricanes coming your way on Saturday night. And then the Blues come back home for another homestand all next week. Thanks for tuning in to Curbside Reaction, your next day post game podcast. We bring it to you after each and every Blues game. It's uploaded the next morning for you and it features everything you need to know about the St. Louis Blues from the night before. I'm Chris Kerber. Have a great start to your weekend, and we will see you at the rink.